As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Get to Know Your Wedding Pro. My name is Reed with Best Made Videos. We are a wedding videography company based out of West Seattle, Washington. And today I'm joined by Carol Lewis of Inspired Radiance Beauty. Uh, we connected at the Seattle Wedding Show last week. You were there with uh, Amanda, who is a- another podcast guest from the past. And I said, hey, I-, I really need someone to come on with the holidays and People are, you know, trying to get back to work and you stepped up and I'm so thankful and it, it means a lot. And I do say that the people that take the time to come on here, um, it is really appreciated and it speaks a lot to just, you know, uh, people's drive to want to do good. So thank you so much. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, Reed. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Kara Lewis and I am a hair and makeup artist with my company Inspired Radiance Beauty. And I have a passion for doing hair and makeup for all different kinds of events. Um, and I do work with Amanda with Amanda House Photography. And so I have been doing a lot of um, high school senior girls. And I also do uh, wedding hair and makeup on the side as well. So And what, what do you prefer? What's your, you know, where do you prefer to work kind of in what realm? You know, it's, they're two completely different worlds because with weddings, it's a lot of, you know, um, more escalated hairstyles and makeup looks. And um, so there's more updos and fancy and elegant things involved. Whereas with like a high school senior shoot, it's a lot more like natural, but like your best looking version of how you look every day. So it's really two completely different things. And I just like making people feel good. So it's, I like all of it. Well, you have to imagine there's kind of heightened uh, tension, whether it's a wedding or uh, like a high school senior that, you know, there's still a lot of tension there to do it right. Absolutely true. Well, and especially nowadays with um, doing high school senior sessions, it's kind of like your pre-trial for your wedding day. It's a whole production. It's, you know, typically in the industry that I work in with the high school seniors, it's two hours of hair and makeup. There's multiple um, outfit changes when you're on shoot. And, you know, it is a really big deal. You get an entire spread and it's, you know, similar with a wedding. Those are photos that you have for the rest of your life in either scenario so yeah it's it's gotten pretty elaborate but it's a lot of fun to do you get to feel like a celebrity for a day and that's pretty awesome well and absolutely and i mean i think i joked with amanda or someone that was on the podcast that you know my mom had my high school photos in in our until she sold our childhood home for years and years and every time i came home and you'd always see that and it really is 
I don't know. It's like the first big, I had no idea. I mean, I went through that whole thing too. I guess I didn't realize how big it was. And I think it's even bigger now. I mean, I went to, you know, graduated high school in 04. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. lot more. I mean, I think it's gotten even bigger, right? Oh yeah. It's definitely gotten bigger. And that's funny because I graduated in 04 too, and it was definitely not as upscale or, you know, as big of a deal then. And same, like I, those high school senior pictures are, they get put in everything (laughs) and they're all over the place and they're sent to every relative you have. And it is a really big deal. It's something that you keep for forever. Yeah, mine are mine are just terrible. I mean, I've always had like questionable like fashion taste, and I mean, I have my my jersey on right now, but you know, like they were just so bad, and like I had these like ear piercings and like a bandana. I mean, they were really bad. Um, nice, you know. But I think I think I can't remember who we had, but someone certainly did their best to try to take uh, good photos and make it look good. You know, you just have to kind of own yourself where you're at. I've got two young kids. I have a, well, they're not that young anymore. Actually, my son is 10 and my daughter is seven. And they both definitely have their own sense of fashion that they've had since they understood they could put clothes on themselves. And I've always really encouraged that because I think whether it's jewelry or accessories or your clothing, like that is a very vivid expression of who you are where you're at in your life. And I think that's awesome to be able to kind of have that outlet to do that. Even if you look back and completely regret it, that's exactly who you were at that time. (laughs) And that's cool. No. Yeah. My mom would um, come home from work and I would always have a costume that I wanted for daycare the next day. And so (laughs) she would come home, you know, like six o'clock from work and I'd say, I want to be a pirate tomorrow or I want to be, I don't know, whatever it was. And obviously it's, it's maintained till today. So I think any fashion (laughs) choice I've ever made is is because of that. So that's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, So you're based down South in Piaf. I mean, obviously you travel all over. Um, How did you kind of get involved in this? This whole world and, and, and kind of take me back as far as we need to to kind of get to the roots of it. Yeah, so I've been doing hair and makeup professionally for about five years now, but I started doing my friends' hair and makeup for school dances and stuff um, when I was in high school. And I have been obsessed with makeup for as long as I can remember, ever since I could beg my mom to buy me the, you know, wet and wild blue eyeshadow and hot pink Barbie lipstick. Like that just, I knew that I was a girly girl that wanted to put on my makeup before I went mudding with my brother's friends. So, I, um, I've been doing hair and makeup for pretty much always. It's just been part of who I am. And I'm really grateful that I got the opportunity to, um, I kind of got in with a salon that did specifically on-site weddings and that gave me a lot of really good experience. And so I just kind of went with it on my own from there. And a lot of my technique and talent is just self-taught. I've done a lot of research and I've had a lot of friends that have let me just take over their faces and heads. And, you know, it's just something that I'm truly passionate about and I love. And I really feel especially a soft spot for girls that say, well, I just don't know how to do it. So I don't wear makeup, you know? And for me, I I just kind of have a knack for it. And so I love showing girls that, you know, you see your face a very specific way every day. And I get to show you a different version that I can envision that you couldn't see on yourself. And so it's, yeah, I've, I've loved this my whole life and I'm so grateful that I get to do it for a job today. It's, It's literally a dream come true for me. 
do you uh, when um you know you're more self-taught do you find that that's more freeing uh, just kind of being able to to i guess you know take bits and pieces i mean i know people that have gone through like a specific school or i don't know like maybe you get more kind of like say like if i went to film school and like you're a little bit more taught that where you were kind of able to pick and choose as you go talk about kind of just developing that kind of palette that you have to work yeah, a little bit. I mean, I feel like I do get to have a lot of creative expression just kind of going with my gut. And, you know, I do kind of have a formula to, that I've established for myself of, you know, like a process of how I do things or specific products that I like or I know work well for a wide variety of people. And that's the hardest part of being specifically a makeup artist is, you know, a lot of people can do amazing things on their own makeup, but to translate that to somebody else's different facial features, different eye shapes different skin textures. I mean, it's really, there's an art to that. And um, I don't know, I just enjoy kind of assessing it as I go. And I have picked up some good things along the way. But yeah, I, I'm actually pretty grateful that I've just been able to kind of glean information from a bunch of different places and create my own technique to do it. Is it hard? I know that sometimes, you know, trying to make people, you know, the makeup and you want to kind of enhance what's there and not, mm -hmm. you want them to look, you know, like when, when the bride or whatever walks in and you want everyone to know who it is still. And I've, you know, I've done weddings where you look back and you're like, wow, that's like not even the same person. Like, <laughs> how is it, you know, kind of balancing that for you? And how do you, is that like education you work with your clients about, or how do you kind of balance up? I do. You know, um, I, one of my mottos is that I want you to be the best version of you, but I want you to see yourself in the mirror when you look at yourself, because I feel like if you're wanting to change everything up and that's what you're going for, or if it's Halloween, like that's great. And we can do that. But especially on your wedding day, you want to feel the best version of yourself. And so I, you know, I start out by asking clients if they have specific requests, but I will let them know as I'm going what I plan on doing and, you know, how I'm going to enhance what they come with. And same with hairstyles, you know, they can show me pictures and say, well, I want this huge braid. And I have to be, say, you know, okay, well, we can do something similar and work with what you have. There's probably, you know, seven extensions in that model's hair to get that look. But, you know, I try to adjust everything and customize it to specifically the client that I'm working on with what they have because everybody comes with different material. And the fun for me is it's a puzzle and I get to figure out how to give them what they want with what they're presenting me with. With weddings specifically, you know, as hair and makeup, you guys are, you know, we talk about this on the podcast, you know, you're there bright and early, you know, mm -hmm. you're kind of really setting the day, you know, the mood and you're really in with all of them. You're in, you know, the bride's face or, you know, the bridesmaids or whoever's there. And I mean, how do you kind of approach that? And, and, and do you enjoy kind of setting that tone and being a part of that and kind of being in that world in terms of like the getting ready? And it's really a important part of the day. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm a people person and I love kind of helping to navigate the emotional feeling in the room. And, you know, I kind of look at it as I'm the bartender of the beauty world. Like my job is to set people at ease and, you know, 
weddings are so crazy and they're so busy and there's so much to be done. And even morning of there's end up being so many decisions that need to be made. And so for me, I really take it as an opportunity to just create this very safe, relaxing and enjoyable environment as much as I have in my control to be able to, you know, inspire trust in them with me that, you know, I'm going to take good care of them. They're going to get the results that they want and that this is probably the most they'll be sitting down all day. So really enjoy that. Relax. Um, a lot of my brides, I'll give a quick shoulder massage before I start their hair, just to kind of help them really take a second to just breathe, be present in the moment because the day goes by so fast and to be able to have that moment to just really cherish the quiet being with your closest people that you love and just taking that all in. I really love being able to do that. Was it, you know, when you were starting to get into hair and makeup and, and you, you know, you're starting to get into doing, you know, higher budget, you know, even like the, the high school stuff, but just, you know, a lot of money involved and in weddings and stuff. I mean, was it, it, you know, intimidating going into that world? I mean, it's different than, you know, obviously doing it like in high school or, or for friends. Like, what was it like for you kind of um, just starting to do it professionally like that? Oh, yeah, the stakes definitely go up when you understand how much, you know, financially is going into this event. And it is an event, you know, and um, for me, it, it was a little bit nerve wracking at first. But I think it's just one of those things that the more you do it, the more comfortable you become with the environment. And I also gained a lot more trust and confidence in my own abilities when I was able to, you know, really recognize that I belong here. I can do what I can, you know, say that I can do and I can deliver what you're asking. And, you know, people are very satisfied. And one of my signature things that I do is as soon as I finish with, you know, the hair, the makeup, and I usually encourage them not to look at them individually to wait until it's all done because <laughs> one always looks more overdone than the other until you see them together. And I always make a point to say, you know, let me know if you want any changes because any changes you want can be made. We're not dyeing your hair. We're not cutting your hair. None of this is permanent and we can adjust anything. So, you know, giving them that opportunity to speak up and, you know, that I won't take it personally. I'm a professional. I just want them to be thrilled. I think that also helps a lot. And it gives me some room to be able to adjust and make sure that they're really happy, especially when they're paying top dollar for this. I want everyone to love the experience love the results. Do you find, and, and I kind of ask this with, you know, any vendor type, um, just things that you wish people asked more about or things that you, you know, you find yourself like, edu you know, answering the same questions or wishing people knew more um, when it comes to hair and makeup, like what kinds of things do you feel like you're constantly kind of educating clients and, and you wish more people knew? Mm, that's a really interesting question. Um, you know, it's a lot of people don't understand specifically on weddings that a really good night's sleep the day before you're going to be in front of cameras. You know, makeup can only do so much and I can do some correction, but drinking lots of water and having lots of sleep, even though oftentimes there's, you know, a rehearsal dinner and things, it's really important. And I wish that I could get that word out there to really just try and take that moment to rest because there's only so much that I I can do when it gets to a certain point. Um, but also I think just kind of coming prepared with an idea of what you want, or at least what you don't want. And, you know, part of my job is to advise and I will have people sit in my chair that say, I have no idea, do whatever you want. So then I get to, you know, ask very specific questions and really kind of narrow down where their normal feel is and go with that. 
But yeah, definitely uh, sleep and hydration are super important. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you show up and yeah, they've been up since two in the morning or something. And yeah, you need to you need to definitely kind of have a have a fresh palate to work on. That's funny. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, what's the process where I uh, look like kind of working with you and, and having you involved in, you know, uh, and you could talk through it as a wedding, but then, you know, obviously other events and photo shoots, what does the process look like? How do you like to work with your clients? You know, how involved are you in kind of that whole, just start to finish? Yeah. So with brides specifically, I usually like to do a pre-session with them, which is a separate appointment before their wedding day so that we can have kind of a trial run of everything. And I'll have them bring all of their accessories, veil, jewelry. Um, you know, I usually have them wear a white shirt so they can really get a feel for what they want and we can kind of troubleshoot everything. So that way they feel more comfortable morning of if they, you know, have slept on it and, you know, as time has gone by, they've decided they want changes or if they absolutely love it, then they already know what their look is going to be like. And it's something they don't have to be anxious about or stress about at all because they already know that they love the look. Um, with bridesmaids, I, like I said, I start with that consultation of asking them, you know, what they want, what they're wearing. And for me, it's just all an assessment process and then going through, you know, piece by piece and putting on the different um, layers of makeup because <laughs> makeup is layering. There's a lot of products that you put on even for a natural look to naturally enhance somebody's features. It does take a certain art form and it does take products and it takes good quality products and techniques to do that. And along with hair, you know, um, a common misconception is that freshly washed hair is actually not the way to go because it's so slippery and fresh. It doesn't want to hold styles. So a couple days, you know, in is a lot better because it will tend to hold the styles better. Um, but yeah, I, uh, with high school seniors, it's, it's kind of actually the same process as just going through when asking what they want or what they don't want going through their outfits. So I can kind of pick what colors are going to best flatter each look as a cohesive look. And that's, that's a lot of fun part of my job. I enjoy doing that. Yeah. The whole hair washing thing and the multiple, I never knew any of that world until I got married. And there's definitely like, <laughs> the, you know, you, you wash it, you get a cut, you, know, you can get a couple days out of it and it looks better. And then, but yep. then it can't be too washed, but then it can't be too, you know, too greasy or too oily. And, uh, you know, guys, it's like, I just shower every day. I don't think about it, but it's, right. yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a funny world that we got. Um, <laughs> You know, doing this kind of as long as you have now, have you seen lots of, you know, trends with, you know, makeup styles over the last six years or different what what's more important now or are people worrying about one thing or another? Um, you know, what, what has it been like kind of just seeing everything for the last couple of years like you have? Oh, yeah. The beauty world is constantly in flux and there's always different things that are trending and, you know, a lot of things that, you know, disappear for a few years and then cycle back. And, you know, so big eyebrows have been a thing for a long time. Very prominent block eyebrows were huge. Eyebrows seem to be a big one that changed a lot. Um, but even just from like really dramatic smoky eyes to right now, everything is pretty natural, but with like a lot of like 
drama like lashes because lash extensions are so big right now. A lot of girls want very natural face makeup, but they really want their eyes to pop. So it's, it's this balance of figuring out, you know, what is between like a very dark, like evening look as opposed to a daytime look, but photo appropriate. Because also if your makeup is going to be in photos, it's different than the natural makeup you would wear during the daytime because, you know, cameras, the lighting will change. Things will look differently. And so for me, it's been really fun to work, um, you know, with high school seniors and with Amanda, um, because I get to see the results afterwards oftentimes as well. So then I know how to adjust things like a natural lip color on camera can actually be, you know, somewhat bold in person to where I have to remind the girls, like, I promise this is going to look nude and it does. So that's, you know, one of the reasons why it helps me, to be able to kind of coach them and also, you know, instill that trust while we're chatting and I'm, you know, getting them ready of, I do know what I'm talking about. You know, you, you're going to look amazing. Just roll with it. Even if it's not quite what you expected or what you would wear to the mall, this is going to look fabulous. <laughs> no, it's funny. You brought up like the eyelash thing. I had to do this video, I guess it was like two weeks ago in this, um, she does like, you know, the, I don't know, the glue on, I don't know, the eyelash, the yeah. extensions and all that. But I mean, this woman came in, it was like a two and a half hour thing and she got like the eyelashes, but then there was like glitter eyelashes. And it was <laughs> like, I mean, it was the damnedest thing I'd ever seen. And like to think that, you know, I said, well, how often like, Oh, you know, you got to come in like every, I can't remember what they said, like four to six weeks or something. Mm -hmm. like that. I'm like, Man, like two and a half hours every four. To six, I'm like, that's a huge, like, commitment you know and this girl yeah. she's just like worked at boeing like she just wanted you know it wasn't like it was for anything i mean it was just like day to day whatever and i was like wow like this is that's a lot that's a big commitment you know it is that yeah, the eyelash extension trend is huge right now and me because i'm an eye rubber and i sleep on my face it just is never going to work for me <laughs> they're a little bit finicky but yeah i want to say it is every four to six weeks because it's based on the um, lash growth cycle so everybody's eyelashes as they grow out they will naturally fall out and then obviously the extension will go with it which is why a lot of times you know what before girls to go to get in their fill you'll end up with gaps and so they're they are kind of high maintenance but at the same time if you're a more low maintenance makeup person and you have no problems dedicating that kind of time to getting them done it makes a huge difference to be able to just wake up you already look like you've got your face together because your eyes are usually the first thing that people you know will notice on your face either your eyes or your smile as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
So to have your lashes already dark and lengthened, it immediately looks more put together. Oh, it was a damnedest thing. And I mean, I'm not like an eye person. And so the, like, I'm like filming this and it's like, you know, really, and it, I mean, it kind of, it, it's a lot, you know, I don't know if I could have someone kind of do that. And, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's intense. Uh, I was thinking to, you know, about where, you know, where you work with, you know, younger, you know, high school and, and kind of going into college and then also the brides. I mean, do you feel like, cause they're obviously going to age up, you know, to like the marrying age. Do you feel like you get a sense of some of those trends and stuff, just dealing with both, you know, maybe a little bit older bride, but then like kind of younger going up, like do you see kind of both sides of that, like what's going to be, you know, hip in another couple of years or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really interesting too, you know, working with um, some more mature brides who tend to be a little bit more conservative and they're really, a lot of them are more focused on their skin looking really great and making sure that everything looks very youthful and fresh. You don't want anything to look old or cakey or crepey. Whereas when you're working with high school girls, like their skin is the best it's probably ever going to be. And so they really want like, you know, their eyes and their lips. And so it's, um, it is, is really funny to see kind of the differences, you know, even between like the age groups. But with high school seniors, it can be a little more intimidating too, because a lot of them coming into this, they're a lot more into fashion because they have so many resources available to them via social media platforms. And so a lot of them are already really well versed in specific things that they like and want. And it was a little intimidating for me coming into this because, you know, I'm 34. So I'm kind of in the middle there. But it was like, I was nervous at one point that some of them may be asking me to do something really trendy that I didn't know how to do yet. So that's part of, for me, I have to continue my self-education and continue to watch, you know, keep up on things on Instagram and YouTube and try and stay with what's present for girls right now. And it's, it changes a lot. There's, there's a lot of information to take in. Well, and that's, I mean, and it's, I think that's relevant kind of for any vendor type where, I mean, for the most part, you know, the marrying age is going to be, I mean, there's a range, but obviously, you know, but generally it's kind of within a, you know, a younger, at least like the couples that we work with and, you know, like we don't get any younger. And so it's trying to like stay hip with that. And, you know, like with DJs and photographers and, you know, we, you know, we all show up and like, you know, you're going to be like 55 shooting weddings, right? You got to be a little bit more, you can't be a 55 year old. You know, you got to be a little more hip and, and with kind of what's, what's happening, you know? Right. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And one of the funny things about working with Amanda is she's awesome because she's constantly telling me of all of these things that these girls are trending on. And so she'll buy us like, you know, what's popular in jewelry. And we've got like water bottles and like all of these different things that I'm like, I would never have known that was hip, but we heard it from one of our girls. And it does at times it makes me feel really old. And then it also makes me feel like, oh, yeah, I know what's going on here. No, it's insane. I had a client and her, like her middle school daughter was in, and I think she was like, you know, seventh grade or whatever. And like, we're talking and I was like, this is like a totally different world. Like, it's really weird to like, to be, to feel really old, you know, and I know that like early thirties is that old, but to be talking to these kids and be like, you know, I just feel like we're on like a totally different planet, you know? Oh, 100%. I mean, like I said, my son is 10 and he's super into gaming. And so all of these Fortnite dances that he's constantly trying to teach me to do and then makes fun of me when I can't do them. And I'm just like, I don't understand anything you guys are talking about right now. 
<laughs> the worst was we were uh we were talking and i was like oh i said well what like what um like what's the big hit bands right now like what's going on and she's like oh we, you know we really like like fallout boy and panic at the disco and i'm like holy <laughs> crap like that's like what i like you know right. and I'm like, this is really weird because they like a lot of these bands like went away and like blink when the 82 was popular again and so then mm-hmm. we were going to the show we were going to go see panic at the disco and i told my buddy i said I think there's going to be a lot of really young kids here. And like, we were like by far like the oldest people there. And I was like, this is insane. But like, I don't know, this is, we're, we're off on the tangent, but yeah, it was like crazy. I was like, this is really um, odd to be talking with this, you know, she was like, probably like your son's age, like 10 or 11 and be like, we were listening to like the same bands. It's very odd. Maybe it's just because parents are really awesome. Cause like I love Panic in the Disco. And so my kids listen to it with me. So maybe we're just doing our job. Maybe that's what's happening. <laughs> uh, so talk to me about kind of your home life and what do you do when you're not, you know, doing, you know, makeup and, and, and what do you do, you know, with your kids and, and for fun and, and talk about that. Yeah. So I am a single mom with two kids and, you know, I, when I'm not doing the hair and makeup gigs, um, I hold a couple other different part-time jobs. I clean houses on the side and I'm also, um, an assistant for the CEO of a plumbing company. So I just kind of am a jack of all trades and I do a little bit of everything. And, um, you know, I really enjoy hanging out with my friends and, um, when I don't have my kids, I keep pretty busy and I have a pretty close circle of people that I hang out with often. And, um, you know, I enjoy being outside. I love music. I'm constantly listening to music and having solo dance parties in my house. Cause I'm a total nerd like that. And, um, you know, I just, I, this is kind of a new transition for me as far as singlehood goes. So I'm still just kind of trying to figure out what I like to do. And, um, you know, in my free time, just figuring out, who I am and it's it's been a very interesting journey but I'm I'm really enjoying life as it is right now and you have two boys uh 10 year old son seven year old daughter so one of each so you get to you'll get to impart a little bit of the beauty knowledge on on the hopefully right and and kind of I don't know how the Fortnite works with that but you can you know impart a little (laughs) bit more on the on your daughter right Oh yeah. You know, she is, oh man, she is her mother's daughter. She is such a girly girl. (laughs) She, I taught her at five years old to paint her own nails because I got tired of her constantly asking me to do it every single day because she always wanted to change the colors. So, but yeah, she's already into makeup and, um, you know, with age appropriate, I have to try and kind of rein it in and keep her young as long as I can, but she definitely has a fascination with it. And my son is really interested in like special effects makeup and stuff like that. So we'll watch, um, you know, TV shows where they do prosthetic makeups and things like that. And I, he thinks that's really cool. So I try to just kind of encourage whatever they want to do. And if they're interested in it, we look into it. So. And, so, and then did you grow up in the area? No, I actually grew up in a very tiny podunk town in Idaho called McCall. <laughs> and I moved oh, to the area. I met my kids. His dad was from here. And so I've been in Washington for about 11 years now. And I love it. I don't see myself going anywhere anytime soon. Love this area. What was that transition like to come to come kind of into, you know, I mean, Puyallup's not size Seattle, but it's still kind of, a, you know, just a bigger area by far than obviously the middle of Idaho. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's 
you know, it's actually really convenient for me because I was raised very much, you know, in the country and like the closest really big city was about two hours away. And so I actually really appreciate having a Target and a Walmart in about a five minute drive from my house. But my house is kind of set back in a kind of quiet neighborhood setting. So it feels like I can get the best of both worlds. I've got a pretty big backyard that actually has like a little creek that runs through it. So I feel kind of secluded and quiet and I have my space and my, you know, know, moments where I can just isolate and disappear. But then, you know, everything that I could possibly want convenience wise is about five minutes away. So it's, it's perfect for me. I love the juxtaposition of both. Talk about just kind of, you know, joining this, um, you know, the wedding community and, you know, uh, obviously, you know, working with Amanda and helping out the wedding show and, you know, you jump on this podcast and do things. I mean, talk about kind of building that web and that networking and, and is that obviously how you get a lot of your work, but how do you focus on kind of expanding that out and, and doing new things like that and meeting new people? Yeah, you know, I really just pretty much at this point have been um, word of mouth. And that's how I like it. Because since it is just me, um, my sister is amazing with makeup as well. So when I'm able to, you know, book bigger gigs where there's more people and there's a smaller time constraint, I'll pull her in and we get to work together, which is super fun. But, you know, really, I I really enjoy um getting to pick and choose. And so I, I am fairly picky with when I work and how I work so that I have a lot of time to be with my kids when I have them. Um, but yeah, I, I really do getting to do word of mouth is it kind of gives me the opportunity to have a little bit more quality weddings as opposed to just blasting myself and then taking whatever I can get. So I get to be a little bit choosy and I'm really grateful for that. What what kinds of uh, clients do you find that you like to work with and that, you know, all, people that are attracted to you, know, you and your work and then people obviously that you want to work with because it, it does go both ways, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I have probably the most appealing to me is when there's like a family dynamic or like, you know, especially if it's a bride, like if her best friend or her sister is there and there's good communication and everybody's really relaxed and, you know, it's a lot harder to work on people who are, you know, very uptight and anxious and, you know, the especially if there's like a family dynamic that's off or an overbearing family member who's encroaching into things. So I, I kind of tend to feel out for more relaxed vibes. And, you know, like I said, it is part of my job to help create that relaxed and comfortable environment as well. So I have, I have a pretty good energy picker. As far as people go, I can tell pretty quickly whether we're going to be able to work well together or not right away. What was it like kind of some of those early weddings and making that transition? Um, you know, like, I mean, I look back at like, you know, some of our early ones and, you know, it's like, you don't want to think about it sometimes, but they, <laughs> but you got to learn from, I mean, what was it like? Do, do you, any fun stories kind of making that, you know, the start and, and any, you know, memorable ones or anything like that? Oh man, I remember the very first big wedding that I did and um, I took pictures at the um, pre-session for this bride of her hair and she absolutely loved it and I gave her what she wanted but I just remember going back and looking at that picture and being like, oh my God, did I do that? <laughs> 
it's just, you know, you can, you're your own worst critic. And so overly critiquing everything was really intense. And then actually getting to the venue, um, everybody was still sleeping from the night before when I showed up with my team. And so we actually had to walk through the Airbnb they were staying in to wake up the wedding party to try to get them downstairs and in the chairs so that we could stay on time. And somehow, miraculously, we managed to finish like literally on the dot of our end time. But I will never forget very timidly, but slightly irritatedly walking through room to room in this house and just being like, okay, it's time. You need to get up now, please. No, it's fun, you know, and you go back because it is kind of some of those early weddings and, you know, you're trying to, you don't know if like, were they just crazy or was it because I was newer and cheaper and, you know, we, like, <laughs> you know, like we want one of our early ones and like, it's like this hotel room and like, there's just beer bottles like everywhere. And you're like, well, maybe if they weren't, because they weren't paying, you know, as much or you don't really know, but you're like, this is like insane. Like there's just like, this. there's so much booze here. And like, <laughs> if anybody is getting up right now, you know, it's really, you just kind of look back at that. It's just, uh, it's always interesting to remember kind of where you came from and then where you're going, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Those, those first ones when you're just kind of trying to get started. And so, you know, you're lowballing yourself a little bit just to kind of try and build that base and then understanding, you know, the difference in quality of you do get what you pay for. And so being able to understand your own worth and what you bring to the industry and, you know, really having confidence in your ability to produce a product that you feel, you know, you're able to price at a different level. You know, I think people do appreciate that too. Cause in some ways, if you're underselling yourself, people are going to be like, okay, wait a minute. Why are they so inexpensive? Like what, what is that experience going to be like if it costs so little? And that was something I had to learn the hard way too, of, you know, really getting over that insecurity of being like, Oh, people want to pay that number and just going for it. And the people that are, you know, there's going to be people that won't bat an eye at it. And those are the people that, you know, you end up having great experiences with both directions yeah that's the hardest thing and in, in people starting out and like pricing and stuff and like yeah the more in, you know and obviously budgets and everything but like yeah the more discussion that's around like the price or like well, what can we get or what can we do versus like mm-hmm. everything else of like well what services are you going to provide or what mm-hmm. could i expect from this or what you know like the more that's focused on that yeah it really is like I don't know. It's just not an enjoyable. And I think that people remember that. Like I remember even like older weddings that I booked where it was a lot of concern about price. And then like, you know, you get their day of and you, you know, you remember that, right. And you remember like that, that's what they were so focused on and not necessarily like, how do you want to work or what should I do? Or what is this going to make it the best? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think the quality of experience has a lot to do with it also because people, I mean, they may not remember you specifically or your name, but they will remember how they felt during that period of time in their life. And especially with a wedding when, you know, you hope you only have one, you know, that's something that you, you want to hang on to. And that's a moment that, you know, we get to kind of create that experience and be part of that memory for them. And I think that that's really invaluable and that's priceless how do you kind of keep things fresh and new um and do you you know you had said that you know kind of your whole career you pick up tips and tricks but how do you keep yourself you know things new and then how do you keep yourself kind of educated with like if there's new products or new techniques or new i mean because your world changes a lot in terms of like what 
what people, what's kind of like the tools that are at your disposal, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, lots of trips to Sephora and Ulta. <laughs> I do a lot of hands-on play and, you know, some of it, that's one of my favorite parts of my job is justifying, oh, well, you know, this is new and everyone's talking about it. So I better pick it up and see what all the hype is about. <laughs> so that's a big part of uh, my job that I absolutely love. But I think part of it too, for me is really just trying to keep that you know, in some levels that this is my business mentality separate. Because one of my favorite things about doing makeup and doing hair is like I said earlier, you know, fashion is a huge expression of who you are. And so for me, if I'm constantly just grinding, then I lose the passion and the love that I have for this, which is what keeps me so interested and so focused. And I think that's one of the things that helps keep me unique too, is that drive to really love what I do. And so for me, to be able to not overbook myself to that point where it is just a daily grind. This is just my job, but to really keep this my passion, which is one of the reasons why I've been named my company Inspired Radiance. I want to stay inspired. And so that means I am constantly playing with new products. I am constantly watching new videos. I'm, you know, trying to keep up with what's trending and what people are talking about and then playing with that for myself. Because I'm of the opinion, if you're not having fun when you're doing your makeup, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you need to put it down, walk away, and then come back when you're ready to play again. <laughs> no, I, t- I absolutely agree. And it's so hard. Like even today, I was on this like Facebook videographer group. Uh, it's like, a you know, not just local people, but the guy, you know, this guy's like, this is it. Like next year, like I'm totally burned out. Like I'm done. Like I don't want to do this anymore. You know, and it's so like disheartening, you know, because you want, you do want people to be really happy. And the burnout factor, I mean, is really real, I think with weddings and stuff. And I think it is like you're doing so important to, you know, pick the people that you want to work with. And obviously that you think you're going to have a good experience with, because obviously you want them to have the best experience possible or else you wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a big part of something that we can bring to the table is to keep it lighthearted and to keep it fun and to keep it focused on them. You know, that this isn't just, you know, one of the many weddings that you're getting to that day. You know, in my in my experience, I've done three or four weddings at a time because our time frame is different as opposed to like a videographer where you're there for the day or a photographer where, you know, this is like a one day, 10 hour job. You know, there have been times where for me it was, you know, I think the most I did it one day was five weddings and that was way too many. <laughs> it's definitely burnt out by the end. But to be able to keep it a very personal and you know kind of focused and unique experience and to stay present in that and to really, you know, enjoy what you're doing as well as helping them enjoy the experience, I think that's really important and it makes a big difference. Perfect. Um, you know, I think you've really killed it. I think this has been really good. Um, I, I appreciate you coming on kind of, you know, last minute and basically me just being like, Hey, you need to do this. And you say, okay, that sounds good. Uh, but I do, I, I do think it speaks a lot, you know, just for willingness to, to want to try new things. Um, is there anything I haven't asked you about anything else you wanted to share, uh, before I let you go? And I know that kind of puts you on the spot, but if there is anything, I want to make sure we give you an opportunity. Oh, a little bit. Um, I would just say when you're choosing your hair and makeup for any event, be it your wedding or, you know, a fancy dinner or, you know, your high school pictures, whatever it is, just, um, you know, go in open-minded and just really um, try to stay present and enjoy the experience and pick somebody that you feel like you can connect with because that will be a lot easier to determine 
you know, to get the results that you want, that they'll be able to work with you and talk with you and kind of see your vision. Great. Perfect. <laughs> so good. Um, if people uh, want to learn more about you and, and see your work and, and where would you have them check out uh, to get in touch with you? Yeah, uh, I'm on Instagram under Inspired Radiance Beauty, and you can go check out. I upload my videos uh, or uh, my um, before and after pictures um, every once in a while when I do them. I don't post a super lot on there because, like I said, I'm word of mouth. But if you want to go check out my work, that's where you can find me. Perfect. Uh, well, thanks again uh, for coming on. Uh, if you are a wedding vendor and you're interested in, in coming on the podcast, you can go to www.bestmadevideos.com slash podcast guest. And that'll, it's a nice little easy questionnaire to kind of get you in the system and we can try and schedule something. And uh, thank you again for taking the time on a Monday. I hope we survive this snowpocalypse that's coming or not coming. We're not really sure, but um, my wife was very nervous today about driving to work. So we'll I see. A, I think a lot of people were the roads were dead. It was actually a pretty great day to drive to work. So I know. Well, she she uh, yeah had to go to the doctor this afternoon, and she said, "Oh, the roads were clear." I said, "Okay, thank God, we're we're good." So we're just good. We're make, all, we'll all survive. Make, yeah, make it home in one piece. Um, Thank you again. Uh, this has been another episode of Get to Know Your Wedding Pro. Check back next week for another wedding vendor interview. Thanks so much. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.